I don't know about you, Mary, but my spooky fingers are in full effect already this September. Are they like knives or are they spoons? Spooky fingers, they're based, they're like longer cookie fingers. Um, mm-hmm. But the ends are kind of like butter knives. You won't get stabbed, you'll just get poked. Got it. Well, on Dragula, I feel like they'd want the knives, the steak knives. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm up for extermination this week. I think I'm eating worms, girl. I think I'm eating worms. Oh, my God. Extermination. That's right. The floor show. Are you ready to say floor show a lot, Oh, my favorite expression. And I don't know if you saw this, but apparently all the music this season is going to be original and they're going to release it as an album or something. So the floor show music, I mean... Hold on a second, because you and I both know that what they had, the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music, was... Oh. I'm almost heartbroken, but I also understand... It's so good. Don't make me bring it up. It might be our last chance lip sync on this episode. (laughs) Um, So I'm a little bummed now that I'm realizing that, but... Uh, I, you know, it, it, the the goddess I don't know. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. No, I get it. I, I do... I do hope there's another... Welcome to the House of Whores. Oh. I hope there's some, you know, raunchy punk song that they have to lip sync to. Oh, I hope it's filthy. I hope it's just awful. I hope it's just like, I don't know, uh, who was that guy who used to just like GG something? He used to like, like, I don't know, poop on the stage. He was like really disgusting. I don't know if I want them to poop on the stage. GG Allen, I think that's what his name was, but okay. I want to see them push it. You know, I take it back because Hollow Weave did... Um, pierce her cheeks last season so uh the, the bar has been raised pierce her cheeks or i send it back i i'm with you i do hope it's a step up from what you're gonna do with your life you know you remember that one <sighs> yeah that like 3 a.m <laughs> public access like the high school battle of the bands mm, right oh totally. my god oh, oh god uh i i remember we had a couple of discussions and by a couple i mean one year and then the next year about how we didn't like seeing the songs right after another yes uh but it worked better the second time i don't know maybe it never worked i'm not sure i don't remember i i do think i think that both times were repetitive but i do think the second time worked better i do wonder though if because i think the big difference with season three was that there was hollow eve drama Oh, right. Remember, because yes. someone pulled, they pulled the yeah. needles out of her face too soon. Uh, you, you did it too soon. Yeah, I oh. remember that. And then she just oh, had like, a meltdown. It yeah. And it was just, you know, it's funny. We started the the Meet the Queens for, um, Jesus Christ, Dragula, or Dragula, Dragula UK season three. Drag Race UK season three. We started that Meet the Queens episode by queening out about season two. And I do have to say, mm. there's a bit of a similar feeling here. As we talk about the monsters of season four, mm. there is a bit of a uh, big club kid shoes to fill after season three, you know? Sure. And season two, Mary. I well, mean, yeah. don't forget Disasterina and Bitch Puddin, uh-huh, uh-huh. Victoria Elizabeth Black. I mean, Abora. Mary, this was a, that was a season. I, I, You know, and honestly, when I think about the bar being raised, I mean, all of them are amazing, but it's like... Who is going to be as iconic as Hollow Eve? Who is going to bring the spiders all over their tits this season? You know? Uh, right. And who's going to be 
our little pumpkin oh, peacock. Who's going to be Louisiana Who's going to be our Louise this season? Who is going to be? Do we Dracula? No, Dracula has those plain old pizza queens. It's scary pizza, but it's mostly just mm. like black olives and peppers. <laughs> um, Pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, take it away. Twenty yeah. percent cauliflower crust. <laughs> People start vomiting. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's like in Drop Dead Gorgeous when they all get the food poisoning at the hotel at the yeah. end. <laughs> right. That's that's the yeah. But you know what? We did call Disasterina a calzone queen. Yes. Right? You never know what you you're going to get. You don't know what's in there. Yeah. You don't know what's yeah. going to come out. <laughs> what is it? What is it? And then it says broccoli and cheese, but it right. could be ham and sausage. Yeah. There's some. There's something hard in here. Is this? Yeah. Should this be in here? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Right. And then is this a ring? Yeah. Is this a ring? Yeah. <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> there's a murdered pussy in here. Yeah. <laughs> The murder in my pussy. I mean, <laughs> ugh, I'd put that on a tote bag if it wasn't so awful out of context. Um, oh no, for sure, right? right so right. <laughs> then, season three, yeah, Louise was our was our pumpkin pizza queen. I have no idea. That is honestly, and queen, our really pizza monster, honestly, um, especially this season because I feel like. Last season, certainly the term queen was not uh, applicable for everyone, but I feel like even more this season, Dragula is like, oh, throw out the word queen. (laughs) Yeah, we're not doing Mm -hmm. queens. Right. Uh, Right. And I thought that was exciting of like, oh, okay, uh, great. You know what? To to that point, yes, great, absolutely. Let's meet these monsters. Or as Patty Stanger would say, meet my monsters uh, instead of meet the millionaires. Um, But here's, here's my kind of like... Let's zoom out for a second. Uh-huh. I'm looking through this list, and most of them are doing more glamorous drag, wow. Gra- like glamour monsters. Yeah, uh, and and I'm like, I I get it. I think it's great. Maybe it's a little bit more accessible. Maybe it's just for these looks, uh, you know, these promo looks. But like, when Formaldehyde came on the screen, I was like, oh. Finally, this is why I tuned in. Well, you know, and, and you bring up a good point as well. There is certainly uh, some kinds of diversity in casting and types of drag. At the end of the day, if you just scroll through the promo looks, it's like, oh, this is kind of like a, you know, a monster ball on a season of mm-hmm. Drag Race in some ways. Right. And then you. Well, and heightened. I well, think, so, well, sure. yeah. certainly heightened. But in, you know, in, in basic terms. And then you look at someone like Formaldehyde and. But then my first thought is like, uh-oh, you know, that kind of drag doesn't go far on Dracula, which is also kind of like a bummer to immediately make that conclusion of like, oh, you have a mask on? Well, you know, just ask Monica and Yavska, like, you know, good luck. Mm, and so, and, right. and that shouldn't be the assumption, right? Like, <clears throat> it should be anybody's game, but I can't help but feel like there is some truth to the idea of like, oh, if your, if your drag could be ambidextrous like that it could be kind of glamour could be kind of spooky at the same time that feels like an advantage versus having a really strict type of drag like formaldehyde that apparently always includes a mask so yeah yeah i i mean to kind of challenge that although you know she didn't win but she got really far louisiana purchase had a very specific type of drag that she did every week and the judges were more fair than they were, I think, with uh, Monica Shannon. 
Well, and, and I think that <clears throat> it's two totally different types of drag. I will say that I was often surprised. Like, you know how they'll have the floor shows and you kind of say, oh, I, ugh, I think she's going to have a tough time. You know, I think they might, mm. you know, I think they're going to the <laughs> love that one. Ooh, yeah, look at that. And then the judges, you know, the, the boulets are just like, oh, my God, I am, you know, my, my latex dress is flooded. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Okay, wow. I guess I don't, I definitely am in the minority. I don't understand all this. And there were times in season three where I was like, wow, they loved Louisiana's look a little more than I thought they were gonna because it yeah. was its own thing. I, so it could go either way. I do think the whole mask thing, like covering your face, I think is a huge challenge. Yeah, because. Right, right. Especially if you keep doing it over and over, which is yeah. what Monica was doing. That Monica, I think they were like, yep, this is what I do. I do masks and I do voices. Uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I do masks and now I do amateur porn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in um, this weird space right now. Oh, my God. I'm going to take a little tangent, Mary's, and then we're going to talk about these monsters. But I, I've, I watched The Dark Knight Rises a couple days ago. Do you know that movie? Yeah, it's one of the Batmans, right? Which which woman yeah, is in it's, that? It's, is that Maggie Gyllenhaal? Uh, no, 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 no. That's Dark Knight. This oh. is the one with uh, Anne Hathaway as the oh, Catwoman. Oh, okay. Isn't there another like girl in it? That's all. The only, the only way I know these there Batman is another movies. girl in it, but she's not. Uh, she's. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers okay. about Fair who, who she is, Fair but enough. she is in it. There's another girl in it. Someone for but, me to lo- watch for. Okay. Maybe. Um. But for that movie, I gotta say, I. <laughs> I just I love Bane. I love Bane. I love Bart. I love Bane. Mm-hmm. Uh the voice, the mask. I, I he, there's something about doing that voice cuz I found myself while he was speaking in scenes like just repeating what he was saying, trying to do an impression of him. Mm-hmm. And and then it it turned into Mary me googling people doing Bane impressions. Oh god. <laughs> So do you want to do your Bane impression? Now this would be oh, your I opportunity. Oh, so much pressure. There's so much pressure. Um, I have to like get into it. Bane. Uh, it's like, um, oh, I, uh, it's, uh, I didn't know which would break first. <laughs> your spirit or your body. <laughs> I love in the neighborhood of your impressions. If you've gotten a Cher's house, you've gone too far. Go back two blocks, but same neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Stewart is just three houses down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, Mary. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. But Tom Hardy did a great uh, a great job with the voice and just made it. I don't know, fun to do back. There's there's this. You know, it would hurt quite a bit. I, you know, hurt a lot. I, 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 I'm in this Bane space right now, so uh, I'm feeling the masks. All so, right, yeah, uh, okay. Formaldehyde, you know, go for it. Yeah, uh, great. Not the Bane of your existence, I guess. Nope. Great. Nope. Um, I mean, Good I'm pun, excited. Mary. Thank you. Well, you know, listen, you know, uh, not just a hat rack. Um, so, uh, you know, the uh, the only performer, the only monster in this group that I think I was familiar with. Obviously, I was familiar with Saint. Hey, Saint, I know you. Hey, Saint. Uh, Hey, Saint. Saint. Uh, I knew the name Mary Cherry, and I know you're familiar with her, so we can talk about that. But uh, the only other person in this cast that I had any familiarity with was one Miss Bitter Elizabeth Betty. Oh, not... I thought you were going to say Jade Jolie. Oh, 
Oh, oh, the French queen. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's Jade Jolie. I think it's Jade Jolie. Jade Jolie. Yeah. She well, she lives in K- in Kentucky now, but oh yeah, she's you know all the you know. Uh, the, the she looks so familiar, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must know her from the Paris fashion shows. That's what it must be. She's the name on everyone's yes. lips over there in yeah, France. Jada Jolie. Jada Jolie. Oui, oui, yeah, we oui, we. Oui. Um, how you say back rolls? Yeah, uh, <laughs> we can talk about Jay Jolie in a second, but yeah, Bitter Betty is the only other name I should say that I was aware of. Um, yeah, I heard Bitter Betty uh, as as Sarah Andrews on yeah. the the Tony Soto show. Uh, Tony had her on to interview her about a bunch of things. Um, I know Bitter Betty has performed a lot, um, and then this kind of foray into monsterdom. Uh, is fairly recent in her very long career. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like for anyone who's on social media, you might know Bitter Betty because she is very outspoken about RuPaul's Drag Race. Whether you agree mm-hmm. with her or not, I don't. I don't think that is an issue as far as she's concerned. But um, I, it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, yeah, I know. Now going into this competition, now she's got some new controversies around her in terms of her her thoughts and feelings on non-binary folks. I don't really want to get into it. I'm just acknowledging it of like, ugh, can't get through a season without one, you know, uh, Twitter controversy queen, you know? Right. Uh, and you know what? I I don't know. I, I support her outspokenness. I support anybody's outspokenness, um, uh, especially when you're on a show. It seems like... Uh, she's going to have a larger platform now, which is, uh, you know, I think I think more positive than negative uh, because I don't think Bitter Betty, uh, despite her name, um, I don't think Bitter Betty is um, is is looking to to lie. <laughs> you know, I think she's just going to be honest. And I appreciate that in a reality star. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, they do not have her age listed, but it sounds like she's very experienced. So in some ways there might be a Louise quality and that she's, you know, uh, one of the adults in the room. I think she and mm-hmm. this, she and this French queen Jade, I think are the oldest people in the room. Everyone else is <laughs> either unlisted or just a baby. Baby is Jade Jolie uh, one of Angelina Jolie's kids? Uh, uh, she is. Yes, she was adopted uh, with Maddox, and then oh, okay, from France. From oh, France, yeah. but then she went to Kentucky to uh-huh. you know because uh, she was biting, so she had to <laughs> pursue go to, a drag career. To pursue yeah. a drag career, but also the biting. You know, so she go to boarding school because oh, the, yeah, the biting, all the biting. <laughs> the biting, hence, you know, being on Dragula. Now she's on Dragula, and she's yeah. like, you know, I'm going to take a bite out of this competition. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, well, great. Well, let's 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 re- rewind and go to the top of this list. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I figured we'd just talk about them in the order of the Meet the Queens kind of promo video. Is that cool with you? That's my plan. And I'll just say, of course, Murphy's Law is they're doing some kind of work in the basement apartment under mine. And so if you hear any slamming or banging, uh, you know, uh, it, it's not the good it's kind. It's the bodies in the basement. It's the bodies. Get them out of there. Yeah. Get them out of there. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, I've you know, the, the feds found all my, uh, you know, all my... Uh, <laughs> all my beanie babies and they're <laughs> seizing them. Colin finally, Colin, you finally snapped. You I know? did. I did. <laughs> I did. And they're like, it's the it's it's the people under the stairs. It is. I just I, I can't. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> it's not. It's just people trying to steal my Princess Diana beanie baby. 
Now that she's got a musical, a movie, a TV show, I think there's, you know, I think she's got a Fiber One bar. Uh, it's Oh, in, right. Kristen Stewart is playing her, right? Kristen Stewart is playing her in Diana. And then there's Diana the Musical on Netflix, which yes, I, know I about thought this. was a I, joke. I, um, no. Oh, but it is a joke, but it's not. like. It, oh, yeah. but It's one of those things that turn into a joke. But yeah, no, it's, it's cult. I thought it's it was cult. a spoof. I was like, oh, this isn't real right um but it is uh and then of course yeah then of course there's the crown uh yeah it's just uh you know just let the woman let the woman rest for god's sake you know oh man i know go back it, to megan it's all it's all katya's fault. fault i know yeah, for sure um for sure. but anyway go back to megan oh no yeah <laughs> go back to megan you know go oh. go pick the bones of that poor girl <laughs> You know? Well, she's not a poor, poor girl. No, let's she's be, certainly not. No, yeah. she's certainly not. No. I saw the Oprah interview. That is a gorgeous patio they own. <laughs> you don't have a patio that nice and not have a couple of nickels to rub together, you know? <laughs> you, you don't have a patio. If you don't have sorry. a patio. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, if ever there was a time to talk about therapy. And I do love to talk about therapy. I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary, and it's super accessible now thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. Um. Anyway, let's talk about Coco Cane, correct? Oh, sure. I. You know what? I think my order's a little different, but I don't really have a set order. We could talk about Coco Cane. Um, okay, Coco Cane, they, them, National Drag Monster 2019 from Oklahoma. I. What, what are your thoughts on Coco? I mean, I, I always love just ridiculous. Ridiculously large breasts and drag. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I think. In, if you are going with the, the of the many definitions, if the drag that you're doing is ex, you know ex exaggerating you know uh, feminine qualities, I think go bananas. Have just you know size. <laughs> go melons. Go melons. You know? Even for God's sake, you know, for all the world to see with spiders all over them, you know. That's right. And That's right. you know, give me double M's, you know. And so mm. that stood out to me. I also once I got a closer look at her promo look, I was like, oh, this isn't just a bodysuit. This is great. This is so cool. It's like a 
It's like all her insides is her corset. And, and so there was a Hellraiser oh. quality to that that I loved. I kind of miss that. I know they describe themselves as a zombie stripper, but when I saw the promo, I was like, this is like a witch madam to me. But mm-hmm. I didn't look, I guess I didn't notice all of the insides that they were serving. <laughs> and you're right. It, they, them, I'm saying she, and I, I really. That's okay. Yeah. We're going to mess up and we're going to just correct ourselves. Yeah, so right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not coming for their family. I'm just, you know, misspeaking. Um, but yeah, I, uh, Coco Kane, I love the name. Um, I, I am ashamed to say it took me a well, little while to realize uh, that it was a pun. Coco Cane? Coco Cane? Yeah, right. Yeah. Coco um, Cane. Yeah. yeah, then I caught right up Coco to speed, Cain. you know? <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Yeah. It took me a little while. I was under 50 miles an hour, yeah. and then I became Sandra Bullock. Yeah, okay. sorry. I think you just yeah. had baby powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Oh my god, that yes. would be so um, great if there was a season with drag queens Coco Cane and Baby Powder. <laughs> oh my god, Baby Powder. Baby Powder. Yes. Uh. <laughs> uh well, Coco Cane, I you know, uh from from what I've seen, it seems like there's a upward trajectory in Coco Cane's career. Um it seems like, you know, they're not afraid to go for it uh in terms of disgusting. So, I we have that to kind of look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, I think um I, I I only know from what I saw, but those boobs made a big impression. And mm, yeah. in these promos, sometimes it's one thing. Sometimes it's one little joke or one little feature. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, now I'm interested. And uh, yeah, so Coco Kane. Right, right. And you know what? I got to say, just to zoom out for a second before we go on to the next one. Um, in In contrast with the Meet the Queens of a Drag Race franchise, for, for, for instance, um, I kind of love how we don't hear them speak. It's just their looks. It's just kind of like what they're doing in this promo. Mm. Whereas, and and it reminds me of like early season one and season two days when we didn't see the the monsters out of drag until like the very end, like top four type Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just allowed us to keep that fantasy and separate the person from the art yeah and i just appreciate that so much that we're not sitting here talking about coco cane and the jokes that coco cane made you know right oh that is interesting that's right that that i really don't have any sense of their personalities and um and it's funny even reading these descriptions on you know like this little you know write-up not little extensive write-up on entertainment weekly None of this is their voices. None of this is their like personalities. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who's research. Who's done research yeah. on like how they rep- what their you know their public persona is. Uh, I like that. I think that's interesting. And you're right. Uh, it it is. Rem- I was thinking of that too. It is reminiscent of season two, you know, which I haven't seen season one, but certainly season two, where it was like, oh, y'all are in makeup the whole time, and then we get to the top four, and it was. There was it was almost worth it for the experience of then finally right. seeing them out of drag, you know. Oh, oh my god, to see bitch put in in that hair, I was like, oh, oh I know. my god, yeah. you've been hiding this. Well, and <laughs> to say nothing of Vicky Black, I was like, oh, oh girl, you're adorable. And I mean, so good to finally see James Charles out of drag. I mean, that was really the biggest <laughs> reward. I'm still not convinced. What a convinced. boom, Mary. I'm, what a boom. Yeah, I've googled pictures and I'm like, no. I'm 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 wrong. I know they're different people, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> then I'm not crazy. 
You know how it's like, uh, um, what is it? It's Zoe Deschanel and... Oh, I know. No, I know. Oh, is yes, it Emily yes. Blunt? Or there's uh, the other one who looks just like... Emily her. Blunt and then Katy Perry. Yes. And then Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. and then there's there's Jessica Chastain versus Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, Br- Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas uh, Bryce Howard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dallas Bryce Howard's Chastain. Uh, you know. Oh my God! Those posts on Twitter. I mean, they have me rolling because I'm like, wait, that's not the same person. That's wait, that's not. It uh, it just fucks about with my head about so her much. about Jessica Chastain. Well, just about. Uh, there's more. There's so many examples. Of of Hollywood stars that just look the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, I so I think well, I wouldn't consider James Charles a star. I do feel like ouch. Well, Jeffrey Star is a star. Well, <laughs> sure, sure. Just ask him uh, or her or whatever. Uh, in any event, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's scoot let's... on. Let's scoot on. We're going to go to La Zavaletta. Ah, La Zavaletta, Chante's La Zavaletta. Um, um, Mexico City and then moving to, uh, now is in Brooklyn. Um, and I think yes. that's why I've heard this name before. Um, because, you know, Mexico City and then you move to Brooklyn and then all the Brooklyn queens are like posting about her, you know. Um, but right. this is this is, you know, fashion vampire, right? That's what I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, my first thought, this has nothing to do with, with her drag, but I just thought, oh, Mexico City. That's such a big city. I want to go to Mexico City sometime. It's huge. It's just ginormous. But that has nothing mm. to do with La Zavaleta. Just for any of our Mexican Marys out there, you know, how's Mexico City? Anyway. <laughs> invite Colin invite. I, I'm just saying. trying to get an invite to Mexico City. I got to beg on my knees over here. Uh, La Zavaleta, yes, I think this is a good example of what you're talking about, where it was like, yes, I could see a queen do this on a drag race promo and probably not question it. Um, or you could show me this picture and say Dragula or Drag Race, and I go, I don't know. Uh, that doesn't invalidate one or the other. It's just a good point no. that, like, yeah. you are, you know, as much as we're seeing Charity Case on Drag Race UK season three, who might be more of a traditional Dragula kind of performer, we're seeing maybe more folks on Dragula who, you know, can do both. And honestly, we've already had that. Bitch Puddin, uh, James Majesty, like, there's so many mm-hmm. performers, yeah. you know, who, I'd say Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana is in Purchase. That category. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, really, any of them. Madeline Hatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're good at makeup and hair and have the right outfits, any of them can do it. So, right, um, right. You know, right. I, this was this um, was fashion vampire. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Mary. oh, and I mean, the only thing I was going to say was like, and uh, yes, obviously, I looked at her and I was like, you know, watch your back on Gino. You've got traffic. You know. Um, oh, there's traffic. There's traffic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I there was a Sasha Valor quality as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just this kind of I don't know editorialness to what she was what she was uh, serving, quote unquote. Um, I did I I do think that it's dark. You know it 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 does live on like an Amazon original, but maybe it's not a Wes Craven. You know what I mean? Oh oh wow okay so it's an Amazon original program, but it's not like it's like. You know, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's PG-13. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't know what I I haven't seen this show. So Mary's like, I know it's gory. So keep that aside. But it's like the boys. It's like, 
I don't know. It's it's almost there, but they're not going full rated R yet. Right. We're not full formaldehyde. It's just La Zabaleta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say the same about the next one that I want to talk about. Um, Sigourney Beaver. Shout out to that name. Oh, oh my God. Now, <laughs> I have to just say up front, you know, listeners, you know, Matreons in particular know that names you know inspiration sigourney weaver we like to call her Susie weaver because that's susan, Su- susan, susan is yeah, her real right. name so i yeah. just want you to know up front <laughs> that it's not going to take us long to start calling her Susie beaver Susie beaver <laughs> and i just want you to know that now it's not a disrespect yeah. it is actually a compliment yeah i i did write underneath her name Susie beaver Susie beaver <laughs> So this is Susie Beaver. I uh, just want you to be there for that when it happens. Um, uh, I hope she causes some trouble on Elm Street. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hope she's like just this monster. <laughs> well, you know, it didn't. It took me a minute to realize that her promo look is. Look, I'm now a Boulay brother. Like I love. Mm. I was like, oh, like the you know the the stones that it takes to be like oh i'm going to dress up as one of the hosts and potentially look as good if not better you know uh, um, well and and doesn't doesn't she like t- doesn't she call herself a female impersonator impersonator yes yes cuz yeah yeah which Brilliant. i which i am excited to see i feel like that's the thing that people think is not exciting about uh cisgendered women doing drag and i'm like no i kind of love there is just as much commentary there as if yep. it were a cisgendered man. Like, if anything, wouldn't she have even more commentary as a cisgendered woman? Oh, oh. <laughs> you know? I know. I For sure. For sure. So I'm really and excited. I think it, it reminds me of Elvira, but this is like Elvira times 1,000. Yeah. And so that hyper-feminist uh, to, like move it into that Elvira spooky, scary area excites me. Yeah, uh, I know that one of our Marys, and I can't, I'm sorry, I forgot which one, uh, is friends with Susie and helped her put together, you know, all her looks for the season. And so oh, wow. um, I'll find you in the comments, Mary. But uh, please Ooh. keep us posted as things happen throughout the season. If you have stories about certain looks or about Susie herself, mm. Uh, sure. she's yeah. she's yeah. named after one of our favorite actresses. So, uh, uh, uh yeah, Ripley, yeah. Ripley, yeah, Ripley. cat lover Ripley. <laughs> That's my Thank favorite God. thing about Ripley. It's my I know, I know. Uh, yeah. every time it's one of those little things, like that picture of like Ripley holding Jones. I'm like, this is correct. Mm-hmm. This is correct. Yeah, I have a button. Yeah, I have a button of them together. That's yeah. no, yeah. It's, it's it's correct. Like Ripley correct. running, holding like a flamethrower in one hand and the cat case in the other, like makes uh. me emotional. <laughs> it's, I know. <laughs> it's just so. No, I know. Right. It's 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 an allegory for the ages. I just I think I love that it's. A love story between Ripley and Jones. Yes. There's no fucking man. No, you know, no. <laughs> at no point. It it is all about at the end of the day. You know, her ride or die. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you get in the sleeping pod with me, Jonesy. You know. Yeah, totally. Well, Sigourney, Be- Sigourney Beaver, Susie Beaver, I'm very excited uh, to to see on the show uh, in a similar way that I think I was excited about Louisiana Purchase. Um, Cause it seems uh, very lived in mm-hmm. like, like she's not going to try to do something that isn't her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, according to the entertainment weekly article, she has several pageant titles under her belt. So that's always, oh. so did I think maybe Nisha Lopez. So that, that could mean nothing, but it does tell you like, okay, like you've taken this show on the road, you know? Sure. 
Yeah, no, you're a performer. Yeah. Um, which is in stark contrast to Formaldehyde, because Formaldehyde, I think they did only digital drag shows, or maybe not only, but something like that, like mostly digital drag performances mm-hmm. up to this point, and they're new. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's exciting. I, I think I'd read like Formaldehyde started like a year ago, a year and a half ago before um, getting onto Dragula. I, I do think that this look for me was this is like almost like a second place serve of this uh, cast reveal. Mm-hmm. There's one that I'm just like, I am dying. I cannot wait to see them on this show. Uh, but we'll talk about them when they when they come up. Um, so for Melahide, yes, this one uh, so notable because it was disgusting. Yeah, I think there's just something different about this that again, it it could only last, you know, a couple episodes and, and not be versatile enough. But I also think that's kind of what makes Dragula exciting is like seeing a performer like Formaldehyde figure out how to do an, a very specific runway look, you know, like mm. what does Formaldehyde do for the alien challenge? You know what I mean? Um, right. Or right. when they did or the, the punk rock challenge, the punk yeah. rock one, or when they did that scream Queens one, like what would Formaldehyde mm. be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are they going to go far? Uh, or are they going to kind of go out early because they, you know, aren't such live performers? I don't know how that's going to translate. I feel like there's a camera there, so it's going to be pretty similar to what they've done. So it, it sounds like it's it's going to work. I mean, that's a good point, right? Like, people say, oh, if you just do digital drag, it's like, well, could that also mean you know how to perform in front of a camera? Like, mm-hmm. isn't there, there has to be some skill there that you're that you're gathering that's still valuable, right. even if you're not like, you know, in a greasy bar somewhere. It's different than an Instagram queen, which I think is more of an insult. Yeah, if you're just kind of like posing and filtering and whatnot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Um, well, the next one on my list is Saint. Hey, Saint. Um, hey, Saint. Which we know. We know We know Saint. very well now. Yeah. And I got to say, the look was great. Uh I'm much more excited about Saint because of what I saw in Resurrection. I agree. I feel like the the look it was like I was kind of like remembering like even in the in Resurrection compared to the other performers like Saint's looks weren't as extensive and weren't mm. as over the top. There were no prosthetics or whatnot as a lot of the other ones had. But it was it was like Louisiana Purchase where it was like, yeah, but the details that were necessary were there. And that yep. is like, that's what it's really about because you could be wildly overproduced and just, you know, evoke no feeling whatsoever. But if you have a few well-chosen details, you know, uh. bada bing, bada boom. And so I think Saint is the kind of, you know, contestant where you could, uh, you could make a determination based on their promo look that is, you know, wildly inaccurate. Totally, yeah. I mean, I... We'll never forget that ghost look and then that that 60s vampire. Those two looks will I I will always think of them when they're performing on this season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's always going to be give them so much weight for me, which is good. Yeah, right. Right. And I guess it is the benefit that Satan has is like we have a point of reference. You know, we have, Mm. you know, whereas these other ones I'm evaluating based on like so little information. So. Right. um, Right. Did you expect, uh, sorry to, to kind of interrupt no. with this question, but did you expect to see Dolly? 
Well, I mean, that is the big question is where is Dolly? Uh, and I, my expectation is that we're going to get a Bibi Zahara Benet a la All Stars 3 oh. entrance. I think we're going to get a hello Dolly moment. We're going to get a hello Dolly. Oh my God. If Dragula makes a hello Dolly reference, oh my God. It would be correct. It would be correct. Hello, Dolly. Yeah, I, I kind of expected to see them to be part of this cast reveal, and I was uh, more gooped and gagged that they weren't there. But um, who knows? You know, maybe something happened. Maybe it's another season. I don't know. I don't but know. I do expect to see them come back at some point. Yeah, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping we're going to get a, a surprise reveal on the first episode. Yes. Um, next on my list is uh, The Bitter Betty uh, with that ginormous hair. Yeah. Um, this is, I think we mentioned this, it's it's another kind of glamour-focused monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder what Bitter Betty's going to bring in terms of uh, filth and horror. Yes, this is someone who, again, only really familiar with, you know, you know, prior to when she went as Sarah Andrews in drag and, you know, was doing non-spooky drag as far as I saw and, and wasn't even really, I wasn't following her. I just saw her on, on Twitter, basically. Um, I don't know what to expect. I mean, I think kind of like Saint, I do have a point of reference. I do have kind of an established opinion based on some of the things I've seen her say where I'm like, okay, well, I have a sense of who I think you are now based on that. And so I guess I'm kind of going into this being like, well, you know, am I wrong about you? You know, prove me wrong, honestly. Yeah, yeah, prove me wrong. Uh, Be the monster that's within. I just, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm so excited that she has this platform now. It seems like something she's kind of been working towards. um, and, And we'll see how it shakes out. I do hope she lasts longer. Um than than not right yeah uh, that 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 she gets through because I I feel like I don't know with experience there can be so many opportunities and I I hope that comes through yeah I, mean, I don't know what to expect I'm uh, I'm just glad she's you know doing something other than you know talking about RuPaul's Drag Race like girl move on like, uh, yeah the, I think this oh, is God. the, the that, that yeah that's get you nowhere fast um this is a much better right. move right so I think this totally. is great uh next Mary Cherry Mary Maria Cherry oh, just to let you Maria know Maria Cherry, Cherry is probably what I'll be calling her as long as she lasts this season so you Marijano Cherry yes is that how you pronounce it uh, yeah uh <laughs> Maraschino, Mar- yeah. Maraschino, Maraschino, the Mar- yes, yeah. yes, that sounds like a designer. Maraschino yeah. cherries, uh, yes. The Mary, the cherry. Um, if you go to a Mary Cherry show, you're going to get everything, everything, everything. You're going to get everything, and you better bring, you know, a a, a, a tarp to put on over your clothes. Oh, she the Gallagher it, of drag. It, it, it gets, it can get messy, and I love it. She is such a phenomenal host. She is so kind, Mary. Mary is kind. Well, all right, Mary. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I, I think if you're, again, if you're going to just, and so I kind of would ask you if this promo look you feel is a representation of, of what you've seen of her drag, because I could see some people looking at this going, Okay, like just rolled out of bed, eh? You know? Um, it's it's sometimes, but I gotta say, I know she can get filthy. 
So that's why I'm like, uh, there's more to come here. And I know she's going to bring the drama. She said that in an interview or whatever, um, which I think is great. Please bring the drama. She... I, I saw her perform with God Complex and Vigor Mortis. Uh-huh. Um, if that gives her any cred. Well, um, I... To yeah. Alums, you know, of, yeah. of, uh, of our podcast. Ordinary alums, yes. Yes. Mary Cherry is the one I'm rooting for, and I, I just hope she goes far. I really do. I fucking love Mary Cherry. Well, I, I don't know her, <laughs> so I all I can say is, like, you know... Uh, you can you can critique her all you want. You can, we, we, I'm going to talk about her as unbiasedly as possible. Also knowing, similar to queens that I've seen off the show and then get on the show, I I you know I get it. It's a show and it's edited and and it's a it's a, a, a what is that a pressure cooker and all mm-hmm, of that. And sure, and I I know that I'm you know I'm going to love Mary Cherry before and after. I just sure know. sure this is not going to change that. Well, I hope I fall in love with her and. Uh, I hope that Cherry doesn't get popped too soon. Um, <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the one that I am probably the most gagged by, Hoso Teratoma. Hoso Teratoma. I feel like this person is, I, I hope, I, I just get this vibe. Like, and maybe it's because as soon as the cast was revealed, Hoso was all over my Twitter feed, and I was like, "Okay, mm. you were you were waiting." Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is some wackadoo drag that I love. Uh, it, Ugh, I, I this is horrifying. Yeah. Oh my god. I just love it. I just think it's so cool. I think it is the a great mix of like, like at least from the promo look. If I'm just taking the promo look of like, this is a great mix of like really fashionable and cool, but also like really freaky and in a way that you could. Adapt. I don't feel like she's stuck or they're stuck behind a certain type of look, it seems. Yeah, I get that too. I This killer clown thing is brilliant. And I have a feeling that she's so talented that she's going to bring all the talents to her face. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this is, of course, you know, one of the, the little factoids that I do know is, yeah, she's from South Korea. And so she's the first... Uh, South Korean performer on, uh, at least on Dragula. And uh, yeah, that's all I know. That's all I know about her is that, is that she's from South uh. Korea. So, you know, it's only, <laughs> uh, so fill the cup from here, Hoso. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah totally. I don't know totally. so much about Hoso. <laughs> yeah. Hoso T. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, what are we going to call her? It's like uh, HTT, uh, head to toe, HTT. Um, um, I don't know. Tara, Tara Toma. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, Teresa to Toma. Some... Yeah. Teresa Toma. Teresa Toma. Terry Toma. Um, Teresa. Teresa Tomo. <laughs> Next up, we have Teresa Toma. Because really, if you go through, I mean, a, a Bitter Elizabeth, um, mm, Teresa Tara. Uh, I you know formaldehyde. I kind of want to call her formelda Staunton, um, but oh, okay. uh, that's okay. just you know uh, preference. Uh, Coco Cane. I'd like to keep as is. I like that name. Coco Cane. Yeah. yeah, Maria Cherry. Hey Saint. Maria Cherry. That's right. Yes, Hey Saint. Yeah, and then uh, La Zavaletta. Yeah, yeah. And, and Susie Beaver. <laughs> Susie Beaver is my favorite. Susie Beaver. But I think. I think that Teresa Toma is uh, a, a good second. Yeah, Teresa Toma. I like the two. I mean, you know. <laughs> Bitter Elizabeth. <laughs> Bitter Elizabeth. 
So uh, next is um, Astrid Aurelia. Yes. Um, uh, I she has horns. This is another look where I was like. I I I really hope there's more filth and horror. Yeah, I I don't know what to think of this uh of this little friend what are they by, about uh this kind of I don't know, I'm getting I'm getting Sandra Bernhard with a bump on her head. Um Ooh, but that, good one. Okay. That, but yeah. That could be fine. Bernhard. She is uh well, here's an interesting detail. So she's from Phoenix and she's Dolly's drag daughter. So it is another oh. reason why one might expect Dolly to appear in the competition. <gasps> oh. You'd be like, Mom? <laughs> Dad? I mean, Daddy, really, if you've seen Dolly. Um, mm. So the other thing about uh, Astrid, which all I can think of is from The Office, when Jan has a baby and Michael thinks uh, her name is Astrid. Uh, so <laughs> this might be Astrid Aurelia all season. Just warn you now. Oh man, I uh, I go to Astrid, the character from Crazy Rich Asians, um, one of my favorite characters in those three books. She is such a queen. But anyway, yeah, I don't know her. Um, yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Um, Astrid Aurelia, yeah, uh, didn't learn too much. She's um, a musician. So I was thinking, you know, she does a lot of like. I guess she's she's a, a singer songwriter, plays instruments. So when it does come to the the rocker challenge, I think that's going to be her challenge to. Our challenge to shine. Do you think that Astrid is going to play the instruments properly instead of just, you know, moving their hands back and forth? I don't even want to dignify that with remembering how awful it was. <laughs> even I can do air guitar better than that. You cannot do air guitar. You should see my air. Oh, oh, girl, can I pluck the strings? Oh, I put uh, on air guitar face. You're supposed to strum the strings. Well, I pluck them because I'm because I'm 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 plinking them. I'm doing I'm fucking it up, you know, because I'm I'm that kind of guy. Wow. I bite my lower okay. lip while I do it. Mm. Mm -hmm. oh. With the head bobbing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I love that journey for you. Thank you. I love that journey. Thank that's you. Fabulous. So, uh, so that's Astrid. I think the only person we have not talked about <clears throat> is this uh, is this Jay Jolie. Yeah, Jada Jolie. How Jay Jolie. Um, I, I such a surprise and also a welcomed one. I loved Jade on her season. Jade, like I did. Honestly, so charming. If you that is that is a, a reason to go back. Like when you you know rewatching season five is keeping an eye, an eye on Jade Jo Lee. She's yeah, she's actually pretty great on her season. And the lip sync that she goes home against Coco. It's um oh uh it's the Pointer Sisters. Uh, I can't remember which one, but anyway, she gives Coco a run for her money. I and which is oh. a lot saying a lot because Coco Montrese, but um. Yeah, no, J. Jo Lee, she's great. And I love that her promo look, I, I love that she's got everybody going, oh my God, what is this? This isn't Dragula. This isn't spooky at all. I think this is brilliant because I think then we're going to see her on the show and she's going to goop the fuck out of you. So mm. I think J. Jo Lee knows exactly what she's doing with this look and um, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for more Jade. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I think... I'm not gonna lie. Like the look, I was like, okay, a mental hospital Playboy bunny. Yeah. Um, and it didn't. It just didn't go far enough for me. And I 
I think I would have said that if I didn't know Jay Jolie, right? Um, but I do think you're right. I think that this will be one of those kind of bait and switch. Kind yeah. Of I feel like Bitch Puddin', I think she came into her season was getting some of similar flack from like Abora of like, well, you've only ever done like glam. Like, can you really do mm. this? And so, you know, it, it makes for an exciting storyline to see that kind of like you know, wah, wah, wah kind of moment. So, right. yeah. Right. Uh, come on. Get her, Jade. Get them, Jade. Yeah, get her, Jade. Get them, yeah, get Jade, them Jade, you know? Yeah. <laughs> get them, Jade. Yeah. Get them, Jade. Get them, Jade. Totally. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> get them, Jade. I love them. I love them. Um, yeah. It's back rolls, but it's body positivity. So it's like back rolls. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, back rolls, back yay! Rolls. Yeah, celebratory yeah. hands in the air emoji, yeah. yeah. Uh, back rolls, <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so subversive. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. Um, Mary, uh, just to kind of, before we end, I want to just zoom out again and celebrate the, not resurrection, but the, the, the forthcoming of the Boulay brothers who also, you know, sometimes don't serve like monster drag, but it's still in this little vein of like spooky, which mm -hmm. like an Elvira, right? Mm -hmm. That you get. And I, I, I hope we get more B movie intros for yes. sure. Yes. Those little bits. And, and the, yes. And the killing at the end. Uh, I do hope that they keep both of those two. The extermination. Uh, bookmarks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, uh, yeah. The extermination, not the, Yes, not the, not the challenge. Yes, not the eating of the bugs or the brains or with the yeah, or the, the execution. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the stage thing. Yeah, um, I would imagine uh, they'll they'll keep all that. Um, yeah, I just think they're they're so good at what they do. Um, I think that they're great producers. They they have a great team around them, and I the one thing I will say, and one worry that I have is that as the show gets bigger like we saw with Drag Race, there's more production, mm -hmm. uh, more kind of a producer's hand. I think on season three, one critique I had is that some of the conversations felt a little forced in the, 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 the boudoir. Um, and I, the morgue, um, and right. I, I, I didn't love kind of how, you know, it was like, oh, you two sit over here and then the rest of them are going to just be over there and pretend like they're not listening. Um, it was, it, it, it didn't work for me. Um, and I, I hope that we get a little less of that and a little bit more, if there is drama, that it is a little bit more organic or a more, you know, hollow Eve versus Eva destruction, you know? Yeah. I, I hear you. I think sometimes, and I'm apologizing again, the construction downstairs is so aggressive because they know I'm recording a podcast. So just consider it ambient noise. It's just, your construction in quotes. Yeah, yeah. my construction. Okay. Yeah, my um, yeah, the people trying to get my my Princess Diana beanie babies. Yeah, um, okay. I ripped the tags off. Get out. Um, so uh, yes, I think you're right. I think that sometimes Dragula does not do the reality TV side of things really well when they're trying to, and it's mm. only when they capture those moments. Like you know, you know Yavska and Louisiana Purchase having that you uh, know Aunt Louise uh, moment and, and Aunt Hollow moment, or I do think there was some slight production, but it worked in you know fuck the big picture Clint and Madeline Hatter. Right, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Loved it. Oceanography, yeah. loved it. Yes, but loved um, it. 
But yes, sometimes in the workroom or in the morgue or whatever, especially in the early episodes, it's clunk-a-dunk uh, mm. chitty-chat. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think Eva was good at it. Oh, God. No. No. It was... I, I don't want to be mean, but I don't think she was either. And uh, we shall see. I think you're right. I think there is more. I mean, this season is probably going to be, I would have bet, more produced, given that the prize money is more. That it's wow. 100000 this year. And, <sighs> you know... AMC owns Shudder, which is, you know, where this lives. And so I, I just feel like underneath this little, you know, punk show, Dragula, that came out of the filmed club scene, filmed yeah. in a basement. Now you look at it, it's like it, it, it's a little bit more of like, you know, we're, we're moving we're moving towards, yeah, like more production, mainstream. more yeah. mainstream, more dollars, more opinions, more more people looking at it, you know. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I feel like that came up a couple seasons ago, and I feel, I don't remember the context, but I remember the Boulets just being like, no matter how big this gets, like what we do is what we do, and we're not going to change that. We're not going to sacrifice that. that. Yeah. I, so I, I believe that, and I hope that maintains, and I don't know what that means necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what yeah. would be lost, but... Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a great reminder that this came out of, you know, a grungy club uh, contest, right, mm -hmm. that they did, that they hosted. And they're, you know, they're continuing with that vision. And I, uh, even in season three, when I had my kind of complaints about the shiny new boudoir, it's still, they were still able to do it. They were still mm -hmm. able to have the grunge. It's Yeah, I felt like it still came through and, like, there was still a... Like, I think of that moment of, like, Yavska and Louise and Halloween and, like, all of those kind of heartfelt moments in, like, the second or third episode or whatever. And I thought, you know, like, all of that felt as as raw as if it were season one, you know? And it was... Mm -hmm. And I feel like it took place in a part of the, of the morgue or boudoir or whatever that was, like, not as produced. Like, for some reason, I'm remembering a folding table, but I... <laughs> yeah, it was, like, back... Like in in behind the scenes, yeah, yeah you're right, Mary. Yeah. yeah. So I think when those moments get captured, that's when I really get excited about Dracula. I don't, I don't need it to have a glamorous set. You know what I mean? Like that feels silly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't need that very small boudoir. Mm -hmm. It was way too small. Yeah, <laughs> I need them in literally like a, a warehouse, just kind of sprawling. Yeah, um, metal folding with, chairs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Metal. Exactly, Mary. Where they come, where we don't, they're kind of already in drag by the time they start filming. Yeah. You know? Right, right. Because, yeah, because the, the lights are too bad to do their makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mary. Right. I, I don't, I don't. I don't need them coming into the workroom every day. I don't need them. I don't want I think entrance lines. Part, yeah. Yeah. There's part of Dragula season three that felt a little bit too, like it was emulating another drag contest, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be really interesting to see. I think this is the season, you know, given the bigger prize money, given I think there's instead of it being like, oh, there's a new season, like they've been kind of building up to the season with resurrection and I I don't know. I I think as the show grows, yeah, that's kind of the question is like, does it lose any of its spirit? So here's here's like a perfect example for for to just kind of make my point. Season two, the cast when they first saw each other was when they came out of body bags. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is that I like that moment being captured instead of 
walking into the boudoir. Oh my god, hi. Like mm-hmm. I no, no. Y'all are monsters competing. Spit on each other. You know? <laughs> and wasn't season three similar? Didn't they wasn't that also I, or was that season three? I'm remembering body bags, but now I'm feeling like it was more recent. Body bags was season two because I remember when Abora came out. Okay, so how did season three start? How did they find it? Oh, I, did they? I don't did, remember. Did they, did, did they do a reveal? I don't. What, was it? Oh, you know what it was, Mary. They came out in in that like stage, and then uh, Landon had to had to drink the spiders. Yeah, well, I remember that. I just can't remember like how they first each like. Because I felt like that was once everyone, it was kind of like the first mini challenge. And I just don't remember how mm. it all, like, maybe it was that they all just, like, entered from the darkness entered. into the stage. Yeah, yeah. In any event, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect this season, but I am very excited. Honestly, having Dragula Season 4 and Drag Race UK Season 3 basically at the same time. Mm. You know, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, all three of them. Oh, yeah, all three of them. And, you know, Peter, Paul and Mary. Yeah, too. I got room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited. And I think the casting looks it looks pretty good. You know, it's not um, it, it's not as scary as I want it to. But I am excited by each of these uh, monsters in, in whatever way. Yeah. Well, uh Folks, just as a clarifier, uh, we are doing Dragula Season 4 on the main feed. It is going to be starting in about a month, October 19th, uh, whereas Dragula UK Season 3, we will be putting out just the first episode on the main feed, and then that will continue on Patreon. So that's kind of how we're juggling these two seasons at the same time, uh, while also doing All Right Scary. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's very much, we are at Bridges right now. We are... <laughs> yeah, we're quick changing in the women's Getting in room. A monster drag. Yeah, yes, exactly. Right. What are you doing dressed as a monster? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like you to meet the host of your new show. Yeah. Um. I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. There's no voice. There's no voice. There's no voice, Val. You're the monster, um, Val. <laughs> you're the monster. Uh, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this Meet the Monsters episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. You can follow me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso or on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1. And you can hear more of me and my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, as I mentioned before, you can get more of both of us, particularly our Drag Race UK Season 3 recaps, our brackets, Drag Race UK Season 2, even if you want to catch up on that, all that and more at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well, I don't know what our last chance floor show lip sync is going to be. Part of me wants it to be the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say welcome to the House of Horrors. I would never do um, that to us. I, I, you know, if we can find that music, Mary, I say do. I yes, have found I, it. I want to keep that music alive. Yeah. Perfect. I have found Perfect. it. We've played it previously 
in another episode. So I just have to track that track down again. And um, okay. let's just imagine that it's playing right now. And I did find right. it. Otherwise, right. it's probably going to just be that Aaron Neville into Ronstadt song again. Okay. Well, you know, just imagine us walking through a factory and telling people, uh, uh, pulling pulling ugly jackets off racks and putting them next to neon prints. Yes. Uh, you know. That's what, yeah. We're putting a brooch on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, right. pulling an all-nighter. <laughs> all right, we're going to be pulling yes. an all-nighter. Yeah, it's um, going to be another all-nighter. Yeah, uh. yeah. But uh, <laughs> the kids feel neglected. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, no, they did. They, they did. They did. Uh, they, there was a lot of infighting in that family. Mm-hmm. Um, Being yeah. a role model for Walter. That always stands out to me. <laughs> it's like, all right, you ran out of steam by that one, buddy. You know? Yeah, yeah, because she, you know, she had to commute in a Volvo, in a Volvo. no air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. some damn food on the table. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, that's that. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead and then comes back as a zombie. Okay, I'm done. Yes, don't yeah. tell mom the babysitter is back from the dead. Yeah, his undead. He's yeah. Undead. <laughs> that would be a great challenge. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, or a great movie, really. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. All right, Marys. Uh, well, we'll see you next time. Keep it spooky. Talk to you.